Hey everyone, welcome to Totally Talking Sports. It's episode 46, guys. 45. Oh, 45. So nope. I so no, nope, it's 46. Oh man, I'm just getting uh, Kyle's memeing on me. Kyle's memeing on me. So uh, it is episode 40. Wait, hold on. 46. 46. 46. It's episode 46, guys. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the football recap that maybe you just listened to and you're tuning into this one. Or if you're listening to this one first, make sure to tune into our football recap. Uh, we release it both the same day, guys, uh, just to give you guys some extra content for the week and not have an overloaded episode that uh, you guys have to look at it and be like, oh, three-hour episode? I don't want to listen to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so make sure to try to give both a listen, guys, because uh, we both, we all three of us love uh, each episode that we do. Uh, Kyle, Logan, how you guys' week's been, man? Um, yeah, I've been good. Um, so for those of you guys who do know, uh, my grandma passed last Sunday, actually at halftime of the Packers Niners game. Hey, hold um, on, hold on, hold on. I know this is a heartfelt <laughs> thing. Um, he didn't tell us to after the game. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, no, no. So I purposely didn't tell anybody, you know, the, I mean, the Packers were up like what, 17 to seven at half. I mean, I was on cloud nine, Ryan was on cloud nine. Um, and then, uh, I got the text and, uh, you know, I didn't want to kill the mood, so... I just kept everything up, you know, lights and... How's your dad doing? Uh, my dad, my dad's doing good, man. So I went over the next morning. Um, so my grandma, my granny, her favorite drink uh, while gambling was a Crown Royal with ginger ale and three maraschino cherries. That solid was, that, that was solid granny right there. Yeah, dude. So uh, I went out Saturday morning uh, before the fights. I went and got a bottle of Crown Royal vanilla, 12-pack of ginger ales, and a pack of uh, a little jar of cherries... Just for when this happened. Beautiful. So I went over Monday morning and just, uh, you know, my dad was having a tall boy and a couple blue moons and me and my mom, we had some Crown Royals and ginger ales with three cherries in it and it was, uh, it was just nice. It was, you know, man had work so it was just me, my mom, my dad, you know, my mom was buzzing, my dad was buzzing and uh, we shared a lot of laughs so it, it was nice. It was nice to see. Um, that is nice. Nice. But, uh, I mean, other than that, guys, I start my new job next week. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, it's a job I've been wanting for a long time, guys. Uh, Monday was supposed to be my start date. My background check hasn't fully gone through, so they pushed it back to Tuesday as of right now. So I'm not sure when it's going to be, but it's next week. Um, and I felt bad because I already had to be like, hey, uh, Wednesday of my first week, I need off because it's uh, my granny's funeral. And my immediate boss was like, Ooh, I got to check with HR. And I was like, oof, I won't be there. But, yeah. the, boss, but the boss boss, I messaged her today too. Um, and she said, hey, of course, you know, because I was like, oh, I'll be back by 12. She said, hey, take your time. Don't rush. Like, you know, get back when you can. And I was like, hey, that's awesome for me. That was an amazing first sign um, of just uh, how they care about us. So, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm super stoked, guys. I'm super stoked. Logan, what about you? Uh, I've had a good week. I was off by four thousand dollars on on Monday on my drawer. Oh, uh, big <laughs> oof! Yeah, my 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 limit is twenty five thousand. Yeah, that's what I'm supposed to have in my drawer. So being off by four thousand is a bit much. I found it though, so we're good. Um, <laughs> Where was it? I processed the transaction wrong. That's all. Oh, okay. I was able to go back. We fixed it. I was all good. Um, I'm doing good though. I'm doing good. Uh, <laughs> how, how would that have been? He's like, yeah, guys. Uh, so I got fired. <laughs> like, oh no! You know, would would not have been pretty. No, no, it wouldn't have been fired. Me. It would have been looking like yeah, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just quit. I felt it coming. So uh, it's like, I fuck did. you guys. I, 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 wanted, I wanted to beat him to it. Yeah. And, uh, they were, and, they, and they told me they were about to give me a raise, but get the hell out. Yeah. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Yeah. So, so now I'm at US Bank. <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, I, I've had a good week. I've had a good week. Nothing too crazy for me personally. Uh, I mean, other than working, watching some great games, it's been a normal week for me. How about yeah. you, Tim? Uh, yeah. I mean, my week's been super chill. Um, nothing, nothing crazy at all. Just working. Uh, was happy to see my Rams beat the Bucks. So. Uh, it was a really solid Sunday across the board. I was about to say, shout out to Sunday, dude. I mean, Sunday was awesome. You know, I mean, just just having all three of our teams win in those type of fashions. Like we blew out arguably the best team. The Rams blew out the arguably the best team in the uh, in you know in yeah. in the NFL. Uh, Kyle or Logan's team over here beat arguably the second best team and his biggest arch nemesis. And then uh, the way the Packers won was just absolutely amazing. And we uh, beat the refs. So again, know? again. Make sure you guys tune in to that NFL uh, or the football recap because we do cover a little bit of college as well. So make sure you guys tune in. Other than that, though, I just worked this week. Today was my Friday. Um, I'm going to have the whole next week off. Um, and then I work for a week and then leave for some training for the deployment. Come back for like two weeks. Then I go on deployment. So so let's talk about that real quick. Um, things are going to get a little hairy. Yeah, yeah. But real quick. So when don't, – don't answer. When, to your knowledge, is he leaving? Uh, mid-October, it was what I've been told, for leaving. And then, uh, like you said, he's going to come back for a little bit mm-hmm. and then go to his actual deployment. Okay. Well, I thought it was uh, early November was when you were leaving. I've and heard then, bo- for the actual so, deployment. No, yeah, so no, here's no, the thing, no, yeah, guys. Yeah. And then Jesse was like, uh, no, he leaves October 16th. And I was like, well, fuck me. So I leave on That's October. the whole reason I'm going golfing on Saturday, too. I'm yeah. broke as a motherfucker. Yeah, well, no. But I was like, he's leaving. I got to go. So, well, it, it's going to be like the first time I've golfed since my wedding. Um, it's going to be the first time I can golf for a long time because I do leave October 16th till like November 4th. So then I come back like November 4th, and then I have like two weeks of like quarantine. And they call it ROM, restriction of movement, because you're not really supposed to do anything because you're supposed to be leaving for deployment. So they need like body counts. They need you to know where you're at at yeah. all times. Yeah. Um, and then I leave. So I'm. I think I. I think I officially like leave. Leave for deployment. Um. Sack. No. Big sack. Big sack. No. Third and goal from like the 14th. Flag. Oh, flag. Um. But so I come back November fourth, and then two weeks later I leave. That's like the plan. But I get told something different like every other week. So yeah. like, when yeah. you're when you're like I was I, we were told at the beginning of our like. Deployment training, you guys are leaving in the middle of October, and you guys are going to be gone until March. And then it's it's an ever-changing. So you weren't told... March? I get back at the end of November, uh, February now. Oh, just in time for March Madness. Yes. Look at that. Yes. You um, just in time to see Duke win a national championship. <laughs> I'll, I'll get just in time to see uh, Duke losing no. the first round. <laughs> no. <laughs> to, to someone like Mercer. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> mean <laughs> torch that was mean i'm sorry torch. i'm sorry like but hey for that i've been good um excited for my next 10 days off um a lot of housework jesse has me cutting down trees and shit like that and whoa maybe, cutting down trees yeah you got an axe maybe fixing this oh so. yeah we were supposed to come over this uh well it, well it was supposed to be last weekend on saturday yeah. but then we were house sitting so like that they got thrown out the window so okay i'll be back in three hours with a hammer I don't need anything else. Well, yeah. we need to preserve the carpet because <laughs> it's like new carpet. So let's not like start banging things out, okay? We need to cut the carpet and then we can start banging, okay? Uh, either way, guys. <laughs> that sounds like new <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Hey, uh, Kyle, hit us with some sports news we didn't know we cared about. All right, guys. Kicking off with the NFL. All right. Bucks sign Richard Sherman. Uh, says the arrest led to really positive changes in his life. 
it taught, it taught him not to be an absolute psychopath. Yeah. Don't do bath salts. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I do think that would be a great addition to the team. Um, I mean, not saying he doesn't still have it. He's still a great cornerback. But just, I think, his presence um, of being one of the greats. They're also and fucked going in their in. secondary, so. Yeah, you know, and so, I mean, uh, but I feel like they kind of have the same, like, uh, the, the same uh, strategy, right, where, hey, don't get beat deep. Right, because they let so many passes go right ahead of them. However, you know they still let up a lot of big passes going up against the um, the Rams. Yeah. Sorry, guys, we're all watching the, uh, <laughs> the Bengals and Jaguars game, so we're getting a little distracted because uh, Robinson just ran in for another touchdown, clearly a touchdown. Um, so that'll be a good one. Um, Shady McCoy retires yeah. this year. Yes. I didn't even know he played last year. <laughs> he got a ring last year. Yeah, what are you talking no, about? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had, uh, I looked at the stats, he had nine total carries yeah. last year. So, uh, but he had one, a ring. One in the Super Bowl, I imagine. Yep. Yeah. yep. He, I mean, they can't Good say. Good for him, finishing off with a ring and then, you know. Retiring as an eagle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so oh, he was on the Eagles or something? No, no, no. No, so he signed he, a one-day contract. Oh, okay. Good yeah. for him, dude. Right on, man. So, yeah, so I signed a one-day deal with the Eagles. Um, to retire with them. McCoy will be honored at Lincoln Financial Field on Sunday. The visiting Chiefs are led by Andy Reid, who was McCoy's longtime coach of Philadelphia. That's good. 33-year-old walks away as the Eagles' all-time leading rusher with 6,792 rushing yards. After six seasons with that organization, he made six Pro Bowls and earned two All-Pros, and his 11,102 career rushing yards are the third most by ever by a player selected in the second round of a draft. That's a very specific stat. Yeah. Um, very specific. Side note, this has nothing to do with LaShawn McCoy. This has everything to do with Andy Reid. First of all, we didn't mention this. I thought we killed Andy Reid oh, last yes. week. Yeah, we didn't mention that. We did not mention that in the football Game episode. Back. So, you know, exclusive for you guys in this episode. <laughs> thought the, Chief, the Chargers killed Andy Reid after last week's game. It was announced before, or it was shown before that game that that was the opportunity for Andy Reid to be the first head coach ever with 100 wins for two different franchises. How fitting for him to go back to Philly and get that win to be his 100th win. That's pretty great. Fixed? Yeah, that's Absolutely pretty crazy. Fixed. Huh? fixed. But did they think that the Chiefs were going to go 2-2 two and two to start the year? And hey, dude, Eagles got a shot. No. The whole league is fixed. Brady with the ring last year, you can't convince me otherwise. Yeah. No, 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 no. Last season. Brady with the ring last year, and now you're going to tell me Andy Reid's getting his 100th win week five after the Chiefs start 2-2? Two and, two? And, and Come on. And no, yeah. McCoy decides to retire, gets his one-day contract, retires in Philly against his former While head coach. While Andy Reid's there. Like, things are getting a little weird. Yeah, there's more fix than a green card marriage, all right? <laughs> all right, uh, Super Bowl 22 halftime. Uh, we'll 22. Have, whoa, we going back whoa, in time? Man, we are going way back in time. Super Bowl 2022, right? That's like that was like in the 80s or something. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> what an idiot, dude. Super Bowl <laughs> of 20 22. <laughs> Halftime show will be Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige and Kendrick Lamar will all be headlining. Um, they will all perform one song. Yeah. No. Hey. Either yeah. way, though. Either way, though. It's gonna be fire. It's gonna be great. Uh, the lineup boasts a combined total of forty-three Grammy wins <laughs> oh. between all of them. Uh, so, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I feel like we haven't had one that I've been looking forward to in that new SoFi yeah, Stadium, too. Ooh. Ooh. Are the Rams gonna be Ooh. there? Ooh. I think so. 
Packers Chiefs rematch? I don't know. No. I would like to see Rams Chargers or Packers Chargers. Oh, LA battle for Packers the Packers Chargers. Oh. That would be an NFC Championship game Ooh. in SoFi Stadium. That would be wild. LA that would battle. be wild. Chargers and the Rams. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I, I understand. understand. We I kill understand. you. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, no, that, that's um, All right. NBA. Um, I mean, I don't have too many notes on the NBA, so if you guys want to chime in, you guys can. Um, biggest one that I saw that was all over was Texas Senator Ted Cruz. That's it? Okay. Voices support for unvaccinated NBA players. He calls LeBron James courageous for not using his influence to force others to get the shot. And LeBron James said, hey, um, I mean, I got my shot, but uh, I don't control everybody else's body. So Ted Cruz was like, hey, this is the first time I've ever said it. I agree with LeBron James. Um, and that's pretty much all I have for NBA. Yeah, Kyrie's not getting a shot, and he's telling reporters to leave him the fuck alone. So, yes. Kyrie, no shot. Also, Andrew Wiggins, no shot. Will not be allowed to play at home games. Yep. Yeah. Very yep. tough look. They also will not get paid for games they do not play in due to vaccine protocols. Yeah. Also, Michael Porter Jr., max contract. That, yeah, max contract, yep. However, it's a like $240 million contract. It's really only a $176 million contract because the two hundred and forty only kicks in if he makes an all-NBA team, which he will absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, so fair. it's really not a, a huge contract. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's fucked up. <laughs> but still, five years, 176 That's mil, and he's up. slipped in the draft, and the Nuggets got a steal with him. And oh, he's yeah. There. And they have Jamal Murray and Jokic and Aaron Gordon. Now Michael Porter Jr. Then they're still going to finish fourth in the West. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, NHL, Arizona. Uh, sorry, Arizona. <laughs> Arizona. God damn. Arizona. Arizona Coyotes becomes the first NHL team to fully relax game day dress code for their players. So according to a report by Emily Kaplan of ESPN. Exhibit 14, paragraph 5 of NHL's collective bargaining agreement states that players are required to wear jackets, ties, and dress pants when traveling to and from games unless otherwise specified by their head coach or general manager. Fucking lame. And that's how it's, I mean, that's what how it's been for like ever, right? Jesus. Um, the way for relaxed dress codes in the NHL was waived by the league's playoff bubble in 2020. As the league had told players they could not, or sorry, that they could dress however they wanted to during the postseason. Um, the Columbus Blue Jackets and Nashville Predators, for instance, plan on having their players wear team-issued track suits. Ew, this even worse. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I feel like I can rock a track suit. Dude, dude, yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm down for the track suits. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. And the Seattle Kraken are also considering a relaxed dress code as well. Um, ESPN reported that the NHLPA has been pushing for relaxed dress codes, and one league source said that they will probably have that for the entire like organization of the NHL within the next five years. Yeah. I mean, I think that's yeah, cool. Well, you know? The NHL feels like it's 50 years behind that they are now arguing, hey, can we wear what we want on game day? <laughs> <laughs> to the stadium, at least, please. Um, and then also, uh, preseason has started. Yep. And the official season starts, I believe, October 12th. Um, so, I mean... I mean, I'm ecstatic. I mean, Tim saw it. He kept making fun of me on Sunday. Um, I was watching preseason Ducks. You know, um, I was just excited to see hockey again. So that was cool. Um, MLB, um, literally just a handful of games left. I mean, some teams got like five. Some teams got two games left. Um, So I'm just going to go over the standings real quick to kind of show us where we're at. Um, Playoffs are obviously still to be determined. 
but that we started on like October 5th. Okay? So, Tampa Bay has clinched for the best record in the AL. Um, White Sox have uh, clinched for a central. And then Milwaukee Brewers have clinched for the central as well for the NL. St. Louis has clinched. Um, San Francisco has clinched. And the Dodgers have clinched. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals have clinched the wild card yes. after that fucking 17, 17 no. game win streak. It was wild. Um, yeah, yeah, I think they they broke the franchise record easily. I, I don't know if they tied it or for like the overall or if they were just short. Um, but then they ended up losing to the Brewers four to zero, who they had beaten previously to get that record. Um, so they what clinched the wild card. And uh, yeah, so I mean, those are kind of the, the ones that have clinched so far. Uh, I think it's going to be pretty exciting. I mean, it's going to start pretty soon, and we got another week here. Uh, I think it's uh, Tuesday is when they're going to start. Um, power rankings going up. It's going to be Giants 1, Dodgers 2, Rays 3, Brewers 4, Astros 5. Hasn't really changed too much in like the last no. two or three weeks. Yeah. Um, but Red Sox at 9, and then uh, Angels at 20. So nice. I yeah. did see that out of the other NL division leaders – the closest other division leader, as far as the NL West goes, would be 13 and a half games back. I think the Brewers have the next best record, and they would still be 13 and a half games back in the NL West. Yeah, it's gross. It's stupid how good your division is. <laughs> just no. Just, just you two teams. teams. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Padres, which, by the way, just side note, we're supposed to be pro- really good. Suck. Probably the biggest upset of the entire season. Um, they're third in that division. And I mean, from first, from the Giants, they're sitting back to 26 games. <laughs> and uh, this was the Padres that everyone projected to be number one or number two to start the season. Yeah. Um, and wow, wow, just shows that you can have the best pitching game in the world, but if you can't fucking hit, then you're, you're going to lose for the most part. And they should you know be able I mean? to hit because they have Machado and they have fucking nope. Tatis and they and, have... And, you know, so I'll kind of slightly correct myself on that as well because the batting, honestly, I'm looking at right now, isn't as bad as what I thought it was looking at the stats, but the pitching has not performed the way that Which everyone is. also shouldn't be happening because they yeah. have Blake yeah, Snell. No, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they have literally the strongest pitching t- like core that I think any team well, has ever had in the MLB. Well. <laughs> no, dude, no. The Dodgers do exist. The Dodgers do exist, but the Padres made so many moves to have the most elite pitching. And then the Dodgers... Traded for Max Scherzer. Okay, so so who? So what all pitchers do uh, the Dodgers have? Uh, Clayton Kershaw and Max Scherzer is enough for me. Uh, I don't well, need to hear anybody else. <laughs> uh, Walker Bueller, okay. that's three. Okay. So uh, okay, the, no, the redhead. Okay, oh, so, uh, Mays, so. and then we have Urias who stepped in as a starter last so year. So on Logan's point, amazing. On Logan's point, huh? though, I thought it was Urias. They easily maybe, have, maybe it's Urias. <laughs> they easily have probably the two best pitchers. Yeah, you have Max Scherzer I mean, Kers- and Clayton Kershaw. Kershaw like, fuck me. Kershaw's not as good as he was two years or three years ago. He's still amazing though. And coming with Scherzer, who, I mean, immediately just was on fire when he came to the team. Yeah. Um, his look dynamite. But I'm just talking as more as like a, a, a unit. full unit. Padres, dude, they were supposed to have the fucking pitching squad. And they just they just didn't. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I will shout out my Red Sox for dropping every game in our series against the Yankees. Uh, when it was the Yankees were behind us. Uh, like They leave two games back. Might have been three games back, and then they won all three games against us. Uh, oh, and, and then, good news is we finally we got one back. We have like the two worst. We have like the, we have a our last two series are against like 
the two worst teams in baseball. It's like the Rangers and then like the the Orioles. Yeah, might not be the Rangers. I don't know. Um, but either way, we have two very good series to end the season, and then the Yankees uh, have a pretty like tough schedule. So it, it kind of depends. But if we don't fucking make the goddamn playoffs. I'm gonna be so disappointed in this fucking team. I, uh, so fucking disappointed. I feel so good. You guys, sh- no, you guys definitely should. Give me something. At least make it to the wild card. Give me a win. Give me a wild card win. Do something for me, please. Please do something for me, because I need that so bad. You can't start out as good as they did and then drop games to the Yankees and then lose out on the fucking playoffs. Yeah, bad look. Bad look. All right, what's next? All right, next gonna be UFC. Uh, Aljo Sterling pulls from the Yan rematch title fight. Um, so, huge bitch, my initial response as well, he was not cleared by the doctor. Doctor's so, a hey, bitch. Hey, hey, you can pay some doctors. <laughs> you can pay some doctors, man. <laughs> no, hey, so that was immediately my first thought when I read that was, mm, how much did he pay him? Right. You know what I mean? Is he still not cleared from the concussion from six months ago? No, well, no, he had he had he had neck surgery. I am sure he needed it. <laughs> hey, just make a slice. I'll call it surgery. Uh, but yeah, Jan ain't happy. All right, no shit. Uh, along with a facepalm emoji, uh, the Russian tweeted, "Told you." <laughs> uh, he then retweeted, "You all know that Sterling just ran away like a sneaky coward. Um, I'm not going to sit and wait for him. I'm going to fight." Uh, he sent a message to the UFC. Uh, boss saying, give me any fighter, top five, top seven, top ten. Anyone who deserves a fight for the belt, and I'll get the job done. Uh, so he reigned as the bantamweight king, came to an end, UFC 259, when he illegal need uh, uh, Aljo to the face, just absolutely annihilating him. And that entire fight, Jan was literally annihilating him. So, and that's what I thought. And then you look at the scorecards, and it was like... Rigged. It was like 2-2. Like, it was like... Well, yeah, that's, like that's after the fact. They no. wanted to make it look like it was a close fight, but it was not. And I, I, I agree with that as well. But Jan will be fighting Sanhagen. Uh, it would have been Dillashaw, but Dillashaw... Uh, Dillashaw. 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 He's got a fat jaw. <laughs> but Dillashaw, uh, his knee... Um, he like fucked it up or something. I don't know. So he will not be able to fill in. So it's gonna be Sanhagen for the interim title while Aljo still recovers. So I'm glad to see that. Um, I was afraid that it was gonna be uh, wait. Whoa, whoa, wait, know. wait until well, Aljo gets wait. back. You yeah. know that's what I was worried about. Uh, but no, so the Thunderman and that'll be the fight for UFC 267. It won't be the co-main uh, co-main event anymore. It'll be the number two fight um, on the uh, Blahowicz and Teixeira fight. So okay, that'll be fun. Okay. Golf, Ryder Cup, um, just wow! I think I can speak for all of us by saying that uh, that was surprising at how bad. How the bad, was. yeah! Slaughter on the water. Slaughter on the water, dude. I, <laughs> I don't. I might get one of those, dude. That shirt was fucking sick. Not gonna ship for two to three weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, I'm not even gonna be able to wear it because uh, I'm going to the desert and uh, I'm not wearing long sleeves there. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, but yeah, I mean. Absolute fucking blowout. I mean, America just showed up to fucking represent. What notes do you have on that? Uh, 19, it's off the top of your head. 19-9, absolute fucking massacre. Uh, DJ looked amazing. Colin Morikawa, amazing. I didn't win my bet on Colin Morikawa winning the most points, but that's because multiple players uh, tied with three. Um, Scotty Scheffler beating John Rahm on day three was yeah, just that like, was what's cool. up? That was what is up, Scotty? 
Um, I loved it. I loved, like, 100%. I knew I put, like, $50 down on USA just to win outright. Um, I honestly didn't think it was going to be, like, that much of a blowout, if I'm being honest. Uh, just a lot of good golf from the U.S., man. Yeah, I think you said best case scenario was, like, 1810. Yeah. That, or, I, or whatever it was. Yeah, I think that's what I said. And guess what, guys? Um, statistically significant, coming back right now, um, most points ever uh, for U.S. in a Ryder Cup, 19. God damn. And what, what some fucking mean names to be in there, too. I mean, that was U.S. was stacked with so many good fucking golfers for this Ryder Cup. Um, and then also for golf, 11-year-old Arizona golfer defies 67 million to one odds with two holes in one in the same round. It's uh, not the only time it's ever happened, but no, I mean, no, it's, no, no, it's yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah, because there was another professional golfer... I can't remember, but it was like the 2014, like the Barclays. Uh, I don't remember a professional golfer. No, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Uh, I saw it when I was reading this. Yeah. But Jake Martinez was playing the U.S. Kids Palm Springs Open on September 18th. Martinez aced a 100-yard fifth hole and then a 110-yard 12th hole at Mission Hills um, in California and used a pitching wedge both times and then took a picture. It was the guy. It was a professional golfer. I don't know if you remember, but the kid posed and like pretty much redid the uh, picture of the professional golfer with two aces aces okay. spade and ace of diamonds oh, okay and it was like boom and i was like what a gangster ass kid uh so jake martinez you remember that name right he yeah, probably, probably hidden from the reds or before so yeah what's no, no, up no, dude? No, no, don't get me wrong 100, 110 so he ain't playing from the tips like us but hey you know what i mean he's getting holes <laughs> in one uh and then tennis uh naomi osaka eyes uh, uh tennis return Soon, after feeling itch to play again. Osaka said that the U.S. Open earlier this month that she would take a break from the game to concentrate on her mental health following a third-round defeat by Layla Fernandez. But the 23-year-old player said on HBO's The Shock that she still loved the sport (laughs) and was already looking to get back to the court. I know I'm going to play again probably soon because I kind of have that itch again, she said. But it wouldn't really matter to me if I won or lost. I just have the joy of being back on the court. Good for her. Yeah, hey, right that on. was a short break. I, I hope right. she enjoys hey, it. Hey, hey, but sometimes that's all people need. Like, hey, give me give me a week just to, like, collect everything. As I don't long, know. I agree. As long as she can enjoy it again. I feel like she, it got too much pressure yeah. on her to do well and then talk about, like, social issues and, and everything. In, and in trouble for talking out. Not talking. and, then, and yeah, 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 there's too much going yeah. on. Just let her find herself. And then boxing, uh, Manny Pacquiao announces retirement from boxing. Good for him, one of the greatest um, of all time. Yeah, yes. you know he's had some amazing fights. And then uh, also Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury three coming up on October 9th. Oh, wow. uh, a little bit away, but you know that'd be a nice big uh, heavyweight fight. Okay. Um, other than that, what also you got? Anthony Joshua losing. Oh, yes. to Alexander Usyk. Yeah, huge upset. Huge upset. And it was like it was like a nasty fight, right? Yeah, like, like he didn't even look. Slightly good against him. No, he looked. He, he got his ass beat. Yeah, I heard it was an absolute blowout. All right, on. What else you got? Uh, but that is all I got for this week's. So, so here's my one sports thing news about sports news. What's up? I need you to start hitting me with that sports news. That random sport. That random stuff that we really don't care about. That <clears throat> we want to hear. I want. I want to hear some cricket news. I want to hear some rugby. All news. right. So I want to hear some fucking Italian. How's Gargonzola doing, dude? How's Gargonzola doing? Because yeah. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So okay. So the reason why I cut it out this week. What do you mean? I didn't know. No, 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 no. You've been doing it. No, no, no. Hey, which is 100% fair, right? So, you know, a month ago, you know, I didn't really have too much time. I was kind of throwing shit together. This one, I was going to do cricket, 
right? Because I put it on my birthday wish uh, that I want a West Indies jersey. <laughs> so I've been trying to keep up more with it. But, dude, there's so many fucking different championships and avenues. Like, I just looked, and West Indies, dude, their players are all over the league in a different league. So, like, they're all split up. They're all playing for different... So I'm like, motherfuckers, I'm trying to track it down. But I just didn't know how much time, you know, we have for each of these. Because that was another thing was, like, there's so much sports news to try and cover. And then... Back when we do one episode a week, it was like, man, I got, you know, I got to cut out fucking bowling, you know, but. <laughs> all right. you don't. No, no, you no, don't. no, 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 Hey, you guys spoke out. I'll have something next week. Guaranteed. All right. Cool. Guaranteed. Hey, so this week, guys, for our sports topic, uh, last week we did not fight club, and I hope you guys enjoyed that not fight club. Uh, I know I did. Um, I got kind of, yeah, I, I got outvoted a couple of times. Uh, still, still a little salty. Who, who, who won overall again? Uh... Uh, was it was it Teen, Teen Titans? Titans? Yeah, it was Teen, Teen Titans, Titans, right? Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, oh, I agree with that. Uh, but you know, whatever. I have some disagreements on some other avenues of that. Uh, not Fight Club. However, if you guys haven't checked that out. Make sure to go to our episodes and check out that episode, episode forty five. Um, okay, so this week for our sports topic, we're gonna just recap UFC two sixty six real quick, guys. I mean, we're just gonna go over some fights um, and just talk about them. So, Kyle, you're a UFC guy. Where do you want to start? Um, so, you know, I was kind of getting things set up, you know, I was, uh, you know, I was at my, my granny's for the, in the, the hospital and everything like that before the fight. So I didn't watch too much of the prelims. Um, so nope. I mean, I'll, I'll kick it off with, uh, Medefery, uh, Medefery. I can't remember how you pronounce her name, Sure. but she has the, the record for most fights for women. Oh yeah. Um, she but she's 45. not good. No, she's yeah. 25 and 20. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah, terrible. yeah. 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 She's not good. She goes in there and gets her ass um, beat. But she smiles the whole time. So everybody loves her. And I don't know why, but Santos, yeah, demolished her 30, 27. Every single uh, judge agreed with that. Um, Chris Dawkins. Now this one was a good one. He did knock out this fucking big ass motherfucker. Abadou Um <laughs> in the second round. I think um, you honestly nailed I, that. I, Ab- Abdurakhimov. Hey, I th- no, hey, fuck you. I felt good about that. <laughs> um, but Chris Dawkins actually looked pretty good in it, um, so I was pretty surprised with that one. Um, now, uh, Dan Hooker Ooh. going up against... Uh, Hackbrass. Hackbrass? Dude, Hooker looked... Um, he annihilated him, but again, as you should, as a number eight versus an unranked fighter. No, yeah. absolutely, but, but... Which we talked about. But looked good, good. Like, he looked like, good, good. He looked as aggressive as what we were all expecting for him against Chandler. Yeah. And he just, that was such a weird fight for me to see him against Chandler. But I mean, you know, putting him away at 30 Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, we didn't disagree with. No, and we talked about when the commentators did say they were like, oh, normally a number eight wouldn't take a fight against an unranked guy. And we all came to an agreement of if you just got your ass beat, you absolutely would take a fight against an unranked yeah. guy. And then beat the shit out of him and make people go, oh, maybe he is, he yeah. maybe shouldn't have dropped as far as he did. Yeah, you want that bounce back fight. Yeah. All right, and then we had a. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, was it Maraz versus fucking Valishvili? Marab Davalishvili. Valishvili? Okay, go. so hold on. Time out. Dude, Time Maraz should have had that. Time out. Kyle can't pronounce everything. And <laughs> how are you able to pronounce he pronounces everything? everything. Uh, my brain has so many wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah Marat, I mean... Marat. Fucking... No, no, we'll no, just no. call him Marat. No, it's no, a no. lot easier. No, it is Marat. Um, the announcers kept calling him Marat the whole fight. God damn it, Timmy, dude. Sorry, guys. Got a little ad over here. Bump and bump. Can't even pause it. 
It's not letting me pause it. Okay. Anyways, that's fine. But yeah, I mean, dude, Moral had him in the first round. Rocked the fucking shit out of him. Knocked him down two or three times. Yeah. And I mean, if it was it was one more knockdown away from being stopped. And then uh, fucking uh, the other guy. Call him Marab. Yeah. Oh, Marab? Yeah. That's his first name? That's his first name. Marab? Marab? Okay, fuck. Well, Marab, the other guy. Okay, Marab took him down, and that's that. That's where he's good at. Yeah. Uh, people were, mini people Khabib. were calling him what? Yeah, Mini Khabib. Yeah. Um, and, uh, dude, once he was able to take him down, it was over. I mean, he outstruck fucking Marat 246 to 34 is what he landed. Yeah. In, in two Over rounds? punches more. In two rounds? Yeah, one of those, he was getting his ass whooped. <laughs> like, that's you know? absurd. And landed four for four on his takedowns. Yeah. Um, that guy... Man, they just they're they're just built different over there. And I said it when after that first round, I said if he can come back and win this fight, he's gonna shoot up the rankings. Yes, he's at six now. Jesus, in Christ. bantamweight, what was he before? Do you uh, know? Eleven. Yeah, so he jumped, jumped up five fat. spots. Uh, right now, it's uh, Aljo, uh, Jan Dillashaw, Sanhagen, Rob Font, Jose Aldo, and then Marab. Fuck, Dillashaw's not even on there. Dillashaw's second. Oh, I did not hear you say Dillashaw. <laughs> <laughs> I did not hear you say Dillashaw. All right. Um, main card. Yeah, main card. I mean, Andrade. Ah, just just yeah. wrecked her the entire time. Yeah. Exactly what we expected. Yeah. Yep. Just like um, minus 1,200. Yeah, which uh, so. a, a negative shout out to Cavillo. I don't know how I don't know how to say a negative shout out. Um, but, I mean, you, you had six seconds left. And you just, uh, you, you just come I mean, you could have dropped to your knees, roll but, around, but she didn't something. want to be there, yeah. you know, and then that was clear. So, um, yeah, Andrade just doing what she does, yeah. Um, Blades Rosenstruck, amazing first round, yeah. I don't have a whole lot of notes on it though. 30 27, 30 27, 30 27. We stopped paying attention because it got boring, yeah, yeah. The first round was amazing, dude. They were trading blows, Blades' eye was fucking swollen shut. Yeah, I mean, and if, we, if you really look at it, the head strikes, 18 for Blades and 17 for uh, Rosenstruck. So, like, Out of a heavyweight fight? Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure 15 of each came in the first round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, because the first round was good. Because after the first round, I do remember uh, Blades' his eye just being like completely shut. And yeah. we were like... Yeah, so all, all he did... I mean, we all thought the Blades won that first round, but then like afterwards we saw his face and we were like, Jesus, dude. Yeah, yeah. And, but, Jesus. But, all, but all he did was take him down and smother him. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it was started off electric and then just became a very boring fight. Yeah, six uh, minutes of control for Blades in a 15-minute fight is is bound yeah. to win you some fights. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> and I mean, he landed 113 strikes, but I mean, only 32 were significant. Yeah. You know, so he was just on the ground smothering him. Landing those little shots to get the points, and I mean, it worked. You know that that's what he needed. Uh, moving on, Nick Diaz and Robbie Lawler. So here's you. the thing: I had Robbie Lawler. Yep. And it almost looked like Nick Diaz didn't want to be there, but it also looked like Robbie Lawler wanted to be punched in the face. <laughs> the so entire I, I, time. I will I will say with that Robbie Lawler. I mean, he he came out in the first 45 seconds of the first round. Yeah. Um, I mean, he 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 gave 98 percent of the gas that was in his tank. Yeah. Um, after that, he was immediately, you know, wheezing and you know, breathing heavy. And then I think Nick Diaz, uh, Nick Diaz came in, and I mean, I think he made the first round at least interesting to to call because I mean, he he defended his name pretty much right with all yeah. the strikes towards the end. And then the second round, again, it was kind of the same thing. It was like I don't really know who's winning, which you know, which which side of the fight. And then uh, third round just gets caught with a body shot. 
and then drops down to one knee, yeah. takes an uppercut that clips him, and uh, I mean Lawler took it out. You know Diaz said, "Hey, I can't finish." Um, I think both just looked old and fucking pathetic. Yeah, yeah, it Absolutely. was it was not a good fight. Like I mean. Stat wise, I mean, you look at one fifty total oh, no, 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 strikes. Yeah. Stat wise, this fight was was amazing. But if you were there watching it, it really wasn't. It was Robbie yeah. Lawler, like you said, absolutely emptying the gas tank. Nick Diaz in the first round absolutely lost first round because Robbie Lawler emptied out the tank. And then the other rounds, it was Nick Diaz just kind of poking Robbie in the face like over and over again. And yeah. then Robbie would get a couple couple hits in. And then, but I I go back to what I said. I, Watching that fight, it did didn't really seem like Diaz didn't wanted to be there. But yeah. he also fought like a Diaz brother. Yeah, was like, not, he, yeah. He, he took his shots yeah. and then like he just was like just uh, uh, yeah uh, yeah. Uh. Just Landed counters. strikes. Yeah, and this is the first time I've ever seen a UFC fight where both fighters, all of their total strikes thrown are significant and landed were significant. I don't know if that's legit or if that's ESPN fucking up their stats. Well, I think it was because Robbie Lawler was throwing haymakers the entire fight. and, and So and anything that landed Diaz, was significant. Yeah, and, <laughs> and Nick Diaz was literally just hitting him in the face over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, fair enough. I mean, I mean, did both sides have it 100%? That's just crazy. That's fair, but three... if. I'm going to be honest. If you're going to tell me there were 340 significant strikes thrown in one fight, I, I don't know if I if I, I think that's I think it's more of a mess up stat wise. Okay. I would love to think hey, 340. Hey, no, it definitely could be. Definitely. Yeah. My only argument to that would be Max Holloway landed like 500 by himself. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, that's but fair. no, but still. Um, and then move on to the second fight. Co-main event. Co-main event. Uh, women's flyweight Shevchenko going up against Lauren Murphy. Um, I'm looking at the stats here for the first time, and uh, wow, was this more of a blow than I thought. Yeah, you look at it and goes, oh, man, we got to round four in the fourth minute. No, uh, Lauren Murphy landed 19 total yeah. strikes. Lauren Murphy just survived for four rounds in four minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Shevchenko landing 132 to Murphy's 19 it just doesn't seem possible. How are you a UFC fighter? I mean, Shevchenko's amazing, but... God damn. She threw total almost as many strikes as Shevchenko landed significant strikes. Jesus. Yeah, off by two. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, I mean, 62 head strikes to four. <laughs> 19 body to three. Um, I mean, she controlled the whole fight. She got three or four takedowns. She had, Shevchenko yeah. murdered her yeah. in, in, in every aspect of that fight. I put $25 on Murphy as my outlandish. You know, just, you know, kind of just all for, you know, one Let of those it little ride. crazy I, I, put a, I put a Lincoln on her, but uh, I would have never put $25 on her. You know what? It was free, it was free money. money. You know, it was like not plus 900 and I was like, all right, it'll be fun. <laughs> that'll be fun money. Um, but yeah, you know, because, I mean, shit happens all the time, you know, where someone just gets caught. You know, look at Anderson Silva. Dan never Stroud know. Gets caught by Whiteman. Never know. Um, so... I mean, yeah, again, honestly, not the most exciting fight, though. I mean, Shevchenko kind of just smothered on the floor a lot of the a lot of the fight um, and was laying a lot of strikes during it. And then every time it did stand up, she murdered on the stand up. And yep. I'm, I'm just I'm waiting for the Shevchenko, man, and Nunez. Uh, Nunez got yep. two of those wins. But the first one, I, I can't remember if it was the first or second one, but extremely controversial as to who won that fight. Um, a majority of people think Shevchenko won the fight. But the decision went split decision to Nunez. So, I mean, dude, that, that that would be a fight that I would love to see again. Um, they're both totally different fighters since then, too. So, I'm waiting for that one. 
And then obviously, easily, fight of the night. Again, I mean, I think I said it that night, debatably up there for uh, fight of the year, contenders so far. Um, absolutely amazing fight between Volkanovski and Ortega. Yeah, I wouldn't call it potential for fight of the year. I No, I, I honestly wouldn't. I would. No, because unanimous decision, I mean, you look at it 50, across 50-45 and a 50-44. Yeah, like, like, don't get me wrong, like, Ortega had his moments in that fight, but that was Volkanovski, like, absolutely dominating so the entire who, time. So who would you guys put up against that one? I don't have these fights off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, come on. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. Come that, on. That, that's fair. That's fair. I'd have to look through two. But Volk won every single round, you know, pretty much. I mean, one of the judges gave one of the first rounds to Ortega. But even then, I still think it was an amazing fight. Um, it was I, still a great I, fight. Yeah, Ortega never gave up. He was fucked up. They were still exchanging till the very end. The third round was easily, in my opinion, the best round of any round this whole year. Almost had him in two submissions. Volk almost finished him by punches. It was an absolutely electric round of the fight. But, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, hey, you guys can completely disagree with me. But, in my opinion, I think that was an absolute battle, absolute war. Volk definitely won, in my opinion, every single round. But Ortega did not make it easy. He fought every single round, never gave up. And, uh, I mean, definitely earned everyone's respect. And then his after speech, too. I don't like, remember that. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. you, you were giving a mad shout-out. You are just like, I fucking love that. You were doing that after the fight. Dude, Ortega just saying like, hey, man, it's a tough motherfucker, dude. I thought I had him. He got out. Oh, it, okay. It, it, yeah, yeah. It, it is what it is. You know, he beat my ass. And, uh, hey, I'm only going to learn from this and move on. And tough motherfucker. You know, nothing but respect for each other. So I loved that. I mean, I don't know. What kind of notes did you guys have? Uh, it, I, like... Brian Ortega, like you said, he had his shots in it, but like, I mean, Volkanovski just looked really good. He looked like the champion. Is all I have to really say about that. He looked like he deserves the belt. It'd be interesting to see who comes next. I'm thinking it's gonna be a Holloway three. I would love to see it, Max. I love Max Holloway so much. Yeah, I think Volkanovski beats him again. Even though the first, I even though the first time, I do too. I don't think Volkanovski won that fight against Holloway in the first one. No, 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 I agree. Holloway won that fight. Yeah. Holloway won that fight, dude. I completely um, agree I with that. I don't think it was Volkanovski. However, Volkanovski has proven himself now as a champion. So I can't be mad at him. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. Yeah, hold on one second. I'm looking up the power rankings just so I can see who else is even ranked up there with them. Yeah, I, I looked at the other fights. Oh, There's yeah. not a lot of good fights this no. this year. Number one I saw, on the, it was the first list I pulled up, was the Holloway fight, which is not fight of the year. It's just Max Holloway beating the shit out of somebody. Yeah. That's not yeah, a fight of the Calvin year Guitar. candidate. The, yeah. only other one, the only one that I saw that was really ranked above it that I was like, maybe, would be the Dillashaw-Sanhagen fight because it was a battle the whole way for the entirety of the fight. There hasn't been amazing fights this year, though. Yeah. See, I'm, uh, yeah. I mean, I can see the Dillashaw Sanhagen. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that either. Yeah. It was like the the list that I saw had that at 12. And I was yeah. like, I would put it over it. All the other ones were finishes that were not, am- finishes yeah, not amazing and, yeah. fights. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, but I'm looking at the uh, fucking featherweight rankings right now. And uh, Holloway, Holloway one. one, Ortega two, Yair Rodriguez at three. Korean Zombie. Chang Sung Jung, uh, Korean Zombie at four. Calvin Guitar at five. So this just shows you how dog shit this fucking uh, division, division is. Yeah. Is that Calvin Guitar is number five out of 15. 
And Kyle Guitar was the one where Max Holloway set records in every single category for striking against him for landing that many punches. Yeah. Uh, so the guy that is was absolutely destroyed by Max Holloway is number five. Yeah, I, I think featherweights. It's literally Volk, Holloway, and Ortega. And then everybody. If else. you throw Ortega in, if you throw Ortega in there. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, nobody else even comes close. So I think Volk's going to be the champion for a long fucking time. And I want to see him move down a weight class and fight Peter Yan. That'd be great. I think Peter Yan will be the champion. Oh, he should be. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that'd be an amazing fight. I mean, I could see him moving up a weight class. You know, Alvaro, no, the, you know, the lightweight has so much to get figured out Dude. itself. You can't. Yeah, because we've talked about it. Lightweight is probably the, the most competitive division right now. And you have Daryush move. Or sorry, not Daryush. Uh, you have uh, Islam coming in as well. Like, yeah. You still have shit to settle between Poirier and McGregor that the, the UFC will have to settle for ratings. Eventually, yeah. You'll have, you have Poirier in there, Oliveira, Michael Chandler still in there. And then Islam, there's too much to settle in the division itself that yeah. you can't have someone move up or down to try to battle for that belt. Yeah, yeah. no, no, I, I I agree. I agree 100%. So I think Volk's next move is going to be moving down weight after he, uh, in my opinion, beats Holloway in the, in the in the rematch, which I'm, I'd, I'd fucking, I'd have to assume that's the next fight. For the and that, that's, that's rematch, right? Yeah, that'd be number three. Oh, that'd be, that'd be the trilogy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'll go four. I think he won the first one. And then he he clearly won the second one. Might go for and then, it. Yeah, and so I, I think that's be my be my next goal. But it's hard for the three peat though when the guy's already won twice. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But only guy that's gonna be there competing. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Other than that, what do you guys got for UFC? Hold uh, on. Hey, there's the money. And you there you go. You hit it, dude. You fucking hit it. There's the money. It was exactly what we said it needed to happen. Yep. Touchdown! Touchdown! Field goal. Yeah. I don't have anything else from this card, really. It was honestly kind of an underwhelming card to me. It had a lot of potential, I feel like, with a Blades-Rosenstrike you know, fight on there, with a Nick Diaz-Robbie Lawler that everyone thought was going to be a bloodbath, and it was kind of disappointing. Um, Shevchenko just beat the shit out of Lauren Murphy. And then Vol- Vulcan Ortega was a good fight. Regardless of, of what the outcome and unanimous decision and how the scores went, that was a really good fight. It was just kind of underwhelming to me. Uh, I, I, that's all I really have to say about the card. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We'll... I mean, I mean, it wasn't as exciting as I thought it was going to be. Um, I thought it was a decent card, uh, one of the better ones this year. But that's not saying a whole lot. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like last year was so. There were so many Dude, great fights last yeah. year. Was, yeah, and I give was... props to Dana White because he's starting to try to do these two championship fights. He's done a th- he's done a three 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 for the one in December I mean? is ridiculous. You know, so I, yeah. I give I give Dana White mad props, but I mean it's just like, you know, you could set or up these stat November? these stat cards, but you just don't know if they're gonna really turn exactly. out. You know what I mean? Like Jessica Andrade. Just absolutely annihilated. Curtis Blades, unanimous decision. First round was fun, but after that, extremely boring. Uh, you go to Robbie Lawler and Nick Diaz. Honestly, pretty fun fact. Just seeing two old guys who are gassed, and then, uh, and you know, Robbie Lawler wins it. Uh, Shevchenko, any any card where she's on it, I feel like that's going to be a boring fight just because Shevchenko doesn't have any competition, just like Nunez. So I really agree. Yes, that we be need that. to see a Nunez, uh, Shevchenko, uh, two or whatever. You Three. know what I mean? Three. Yeah. And then Volkanovski, um, he's been annihilating that division. I, his fights are fun, though. No, you yeah, know, they His, his Maxwell Holloway fights are fun. Both this Brian Ortega fight amazing. was fun because, like you said, Brian Ortega has a lot of heart, and he, he put everything out, he had out there. Like, it wasn't like he went in there and it was a dud, even though it was a unanimous decision. And like Logan said, 50-45, and there was a 50-44 in there. 
Um, so that definitely looks like it was an absolute blowout. And and if you look at total strikes and significant strikes um, and to the head and, and, and stuff like that, it definitely looks really bad. Um, but Brian Ortega definitely put his heart out there. Um, so I think, but overall, kind of just like a middle of the middle of the pack card. Yes. Yeah. Looking forward, uh, the one in October, okay card. Uh, you have uh, the only ones that I really think on here that are really good are the um, maybe the Magomed Ankalev fight, maybe, but they'll probably dominate. Uh, Piotr Jan, Sanhagen, and then Blahovich and Teixeira. Yeah. But the two cards after that, because I know we have been looking forward to the one in December a lot. Yes. But two sixty eight is Usman Covington. Nami Yunus and uh, Zhang Wei Li and Gaethje Chandler with Frankie Edgar and Marlon Vera on there as well. And then looking forward to 269. 269 is going to have Nunez Pena, which will be, you know, probably dominant fight. Uh, Moreno Figueredo. And then also, I believe, Oliveira and what, Poirier? Yeah, yeah, Oliver and Poirier yeah, yeah. hasn't been confirmed on ESPN, but I, I, we've seen the yeah. reports. Those and two cards back. Those two cards back to back. Are going to be ridiculous, and and for them already too to have like the uh, kind of projections for that card on ESPN, Nunez and Pena being over Moreno and Figueredo is fucking nuts. Yeah, that that fight should be. I mean, it's going to be. You're going to have to give it to uh, um, Poirier and Oliveira for yeah, main event. That, yeah, that's but Figueredo and Moreno should be co-main event. Yeah, because I mean, Nunez is going to be the shit on Julian Pena. Yeah, yeah, but she's one of the best fighters in the world, so. Absolutely. Gotta be up there. Absolutely. Okay, guys. Uh, anything else with UFC? I don't no, know. I'm good. No. All right. Hey, nice little sports thing there. Let's go into our uh, our boom and bust. Uh, what do you guys have? Because if I have to, I got three booms, one bust. Oh, I have one boom, three busts. I almost had one boom, three busts. I think one of them can go either way, but okay. I I got two and two. And out and my boom leads into my first bust. Okay. Perfect. My second boom leads into my third boom. Oh fuck. Whoa, okay. Things are getting wild now. I'm just going to come out with my first boom. Yeah, go okay? for it. Okay. I'll go last when we're or when we're done with booms. Okay, right. okay. So, yeah. Do you have three booms? I got three booms. Okay, so well, you hit me with your first boom. Go, go ahead, right. Cal. My first boom is going to be Marcus Simeon, second baseman for the Blue Jays. It's his 44th home run this season, making history by being the most home runs by any second baseman. It's 44. Um, 44 this season. Is that more than Otani? Yeah. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Or I think Otani only has 42. Haven't, haven't even heard 43? about this. Yeah, Simeon. Uh, Blue Jays, most by uh, second baseman. And I played second base. So, like, you know, shout out to you, dude. Uh, Sean Figgins was my homie. But <laughs> you're a little bit better than him. So, yeah. Right on. Uh, my first boom is Dog the Bounty Hunter. Oh, always. Oh, yeah. He, baby. He's back in a big way. So, uh, go he, get him. He's officially in on this uh, Brian uh, Laundry man. I it was dead. Uh huh. I thought that dude was dead. Yeah. Dog? No, absolutely. Dog, yeah. dog will never die. Well, no, it was his dog, wife. dog will it was never his wife die. That died. I looked yeah, that. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, Brian Laundry, it's been huge all over social media, which, like, okay, don't get me wrong. Like, it's awesome this is getting blown up, but, like, how many murders have gone, like, under the wayside and all of a sudden just one, like, girl gets murdered and this is blowing up? However, don't get me wrong. I hope Brian Laundry gets. Caught and absolutely no, convicted. I, I and, understand 100% where you're coming from, Tim. Right. However, Doug Bounty Hunter, back in a big way, coming in on this, and uh, sends in the K9 unit. So, Ryan Laundry, you're fucked because Dog is coming for I you. I saw a post that said, if Dog, Bounty, if Dog the Bounty Hunter is oh. the one to find him, 
I'm not paying taxes. <laughs> yeah. I'm never paying taxes again. He also, yeah, you're fucked. He also flew uh, like a plane with a banner behind it on whatever island they're at that just said like Brian, we got your ass or something along <laughs> those lines. Double boom, double boom. Brian, you are so fucked. <laughs> All right, hit your second boom. Wait, you haven't even hit your second. Yeah, boom. but my my minor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this was my one that could go either way. Okay. Okay. Uh, nicotine pouches. They're booming. Okay. They're booming. You know me. I use my nicotine pouches. Mm-hmm. However, I wouldn't do what uh, the people in Scandinavia are doing. Whoa. Young people in Scandinavia are Vikings. placing nicotine pouches meant for inside the upper lip in their buttholes and foreskins to see if they feel its effects. What a Viking move. <sighs> Some users say their nicotine cravings disappeared, while others say they only feel burning sensations and get rashes and <laughs> swelling. Health experts warn against the trend, which can cause skin damage and lead to addiction. Uh, look, Nick Team Pouches, if you're this good and, and, and Vikings are sticking them in the dicks, <laughs> dude, boom to you. However, also, dude, don't give rashes on penises. So, like, kind of a bust, you know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like the people that... People I, of Scandinavia, a bust? Because, yeah. like, what do you think? I wouldn't say that's a bust to the nicotine Pouches at that point. They're only booming. That'd be a bust to the people shoving up their, their foreskin. Yeah. That, yeah. This whole situation to me feels like a bunch of guys that were like, oh yeah, we put it in our penis. It totally worked. And then a bunch of guys were like, oh, it fucking worked for them. I got to try this. Now, I would like to come out and say here, I don't know how I find these type of articles. I don't yeah, know. I don't know why. <laughs> but I stumble on them, man, and it's wild. All right, okay, second and third. And then right. your first boom, right? Wait, because yours go into your first bus, right? No, his first. No, no, no. His, oh, they just tied His second it. goes into his third. Okay, all right, so hit me with second and third. All right, so my third one could be up in the air, just like you said, too. Uh, so my, my second boom is going to be GSP and John Jones. Ooh. Both received their UFC Hall of Fame awards. Well, okay, I know. Okay. Right? Uh, yeah. Hall of Famers, I mean, dude, some of the best people to ever step inside the octagon. All right, my third boom. Again, this could be debatable. But John Jones, right, arrested. Wait, this is a boom? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, just wait until I'm done. Um, He allegedly pulled a woman's hair and then head-butted a cop car, causing damage to the cop car, which led to his arrest. So that's when I'm like, hey, you know what? Like, hey, you know, don't pull a woman's hair, but motherfucker head-butted a car and did damage to the car. So to me, John Jones, man, if... Head bunny was legal in the UFC, you'd be unstoppable. The first part because <laughs> you're putting dents in that car. The first part sounds just a little kinky. The second part sounds a little badass. That's why I didn't count. I it see as a, zero as a bus. busts here. <laughs> My Unless man. you really look at yeah. it. No, nope. yeah. shut up, Tim. <laughs> no, 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 off of that article. Yeah. All right. Boom and John What a way Jones. to paint that. <laughs> okay. like John Jones pulls a woman's hair and headbutts a car yeah. and does damage to the car. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that he had caused damage to a car, and that's why he got arrested. Well, it's one of the reasons why he got arrested. But I didn't know it was a cop car. And I definitely did not know it was from a headbutt. Was that the tampering with a vehicle? Yes. <laughs> like a headbutt a car? So that was it. So I, think- I thought he, like, cut someone's brake lines or yeah. something. <laughs> so I don't know if it was, like, the window. I don't know if it was the fucking front bumper. I think it was, probably, it was probably, like, the fucking actual Just structural part of the <laughs> Boom. Just straight on. Just breaks the axle. A, yeah, what a guy. The, the night after he gets into the Hall of Fame. Right. Partying hard. Yeah, party hard, my man. Okay. All right, my first boom is long field goals. Justin Tucker, we talked about it last episode. 66-yard field goal breaks the record uh, to win them the game. Fantastic walk-off. Sliding my first bust? 
Yeah. Long field goals. Long field goals, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, Matt Prater attempting a 68-yard field goal, coming up short, and then allowing a 109-yard field goal return. Didn't have an impact on the game, but it's a bad look for kickers. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely. Uh, first bust is Devin Williams. Ah, yep. Uh, reliever for the Brewers. Yeah. Uh, he's out for the playoffs. Uh, he breaks his hand by punching <laughs> Wall after an NL Central celebration. Apparently he said, like, oh, I was just celebrating too hard. Um, dude, I don't punch walls when I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby! Bang! Right. <laughs> punch a hole through the wall. Um, and he got Cy Young votes last year. Like, he's he Devin Williams is a stud reliever. Yeah. Um, so the Brewers are in a lot of trouble because uh, he celebrated too that hard. That is a huge bust. If there's one sport where you can't break a hand, it's baseball, regardless of the position you play. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just, you you can break a hand in football. And throw with yeah. You got to catch and throw with one. Yeah, you did yeah. both. <laughs> Arguably, you could break a hand in basketball and still be somewhat so, you know, as effective. As long as, yeah, yeah, as, long as you're, you know, you're you block a hand shot hand. with a cast on, that's going to go viral immediately. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do with a broken hand in baseball? Yeah, not going to work. Yeah, uh, my second bus is William Hill because they don't let me uh, bet on <laughs> prop bets on random games. Oh, yeah. So we went over this last Sunday, and Logan was very, very distraught and upset at first. Um, he was like, dude, I wanted I wanted this, this, and this. And I, like, I wanted Aaron Rodgers. Well, first of all, I wanted Justin Herbert yeah. over touchdowns. Didn't care what it was, and he would have hit it. Uh, then I had, Unless it was four and a half. And then, I had, and then I had Aaron Rodgers over like one and a half touchdowns and also over four sacks in the game. That would have hit. Yeah, there was five sacks. Yeah, would have fucking hit. So a little annoyed. I did. I did get a payout on Monday night. I had Dak over one and a half touchdowns and over four sacks in that game. Uh, side note: William Hill keep giving me over three and a half sacks and quarterbacks yeah. over one and a half <laughs> yeah. touchdowns. I'll take it every fucking game. Uh, so that, yeah, that's my second bust because I should have more money. Okay, do you want to save your your only bust till the end? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. So uh, give me a second here. Hold on, hold on. Uh, my second bust is search parties. Hmm. Um, for not actually understanding who they're searching for, uh, because um, missing man joins search party looking for himself. <laughs> Pretty effective, <laughs> right? So I can't pronounce his name, Behan Mutlu, who was reported missing after he wandered away from his right. friends in a forest while drunk. Later joined people who were helping the authorities search for him. This sounds like Tim, like. I feel like Tim would do something like this. <laughs> this is true. This is also true. Uh, so early bust on me for whatever this happens to me. No, when you do it, it's going to be a boom. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but, like, <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. What an idiot. Yeah, yeah. What else, there's, what what a else bunch is there of to idiots. say about that? What a bunch of idiots. All right. Kyle, hit us with your... Wait, you, you still have a bust, right? I, I have one more. Do you want to wait for your yeah, last? Yeah, I'll, I'll hit mine. Okay. So, uh, Tyron Woodley. Mm. Oh. Uh, since he lost, he had to get a tattoo saying, I love Jake Paul. Um, that was like agreed upon deal. Oh. Um, he had to get, I love Tyron Woodley, or else he had to get, I love Jake Paul. Um, well, he put it on the inside of his middle finger and took a picture of his finger, you know, flipping off a picture of Jake Paul. Great, great idea at first glance, right? Like, ha, you know, fuck you. But, no, I can sit on a bust. Because now every time that dude flips someone off, 
He's gonna see. I love Jake Paul. Also, when Looking he's fingering, right at, yeah, people, I was thinking that way. He's fingering chicks. I love. Jake, I, 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 I love Jake Paul. With people. I love Jake Paul. Huh? I love that you just went with people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what his sexuality is. Okay, I mean, I, I'm not. I didn't dis- even catch that. I'm not discriminating. Okay, but yeah, no. I mean, for me, you know, I mean, I flip people off all the time. You know what I mean? And so now, every time he flips somebody off with, I think it was his left hand. I mean. He he has to just be reminded that he lost to a YouTube guy. Yeah, yeah, and, you know. And I want to put it on the inside of my ass cheek. So <laughs> I never saw it. No one ever. So every time you shit, don't there was, know if there, anyone's there ever going to see that. Yeah, just next to down Jake Paul's Jake. face. Yeah, yes. Um, but he put it there, and I think he will regret that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he only got it because he wants a rematch against Jake Paul. Oh, well, I mean, to be fair, that's giant payday. But yeah, uh, my last bust is going to be Des Bryant. Um, I don't love getting political. But Des Bryant made some really stupid comments on a podcast. Okay. Uh, so they were talking about like social activism and everything. And Des Bryant made the bold choice in calling out Colin Kaepernick for not doing enough um, for social justice movements. Uh, Oof. Claiming that he had such a big platform and he didn't do enough with it. Uh, I would argue that the man who gave up his multi-million dollar job and donated millions of dollars to multiple organizations for social for uh, social justice, um, and who also started a organization called Know Your Rights to educate people on their rights as uh, minorities. You know, just in general, I would say maybe maybe he did enough. <laughs> uh, maybe he did the most. I would argue. Um, so, Des Bryant, I feel like. You're pretty fucking stupid. Oh no! Huge bust of Des Bryant. Yeah, <laughs> huge bust. In, in, in huge football bust. terms, he lost everything standing yeah. up for what he believed in. And I mean, hey, correct me if I'm wrong, but one of the best Nike commercials I've ever seen. I don't know if That's you guys fair. remember that Nike commercial. Yeah. It was Do amazing when it came out. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, this is the dude. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna say he sacrificed everything. He's a lot. Yeah, yeah, but I mean. You know, but he gained so much. That's why I don't want to say it. He yeah. gave up but his as career. Far as his football career. He gave up his he career. He sacrificed everything. He gave up his career to stand up for that. Yeah. yeah. Des Bryant's. What has Des Bryant done? Yeah. He also Des Bryant did not kneel again, regardless of your political beliefs. Did not kneel during everything because he claimed he had kids to feed, so he couldn't take a knee and risk anything. So then to call out the guy that started kneeling to create the change, I just it's I don't know Des Bryant man. Just be better. Uh, yeah, fuck you, Des Bryant. Yeah, fuck you, Des Bryant. And you, you dropped that pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's gonna wrap it up for episode forty-six, right? Yep, forty-six. 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 Uh, Four times. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll see you guys next week with our with our two prong attack again. Um, again, if you guys listen to this one first, make sure to tune in to our football recap. Um, we enjoy it, so hope you guys do as well. As always, appreciate you guys tuning in. See you guys next week. Yeah, thank you guys. As always, like Tim said, we'll be back next week with the dual episode. We'll come up with a topic and, uh, you know, appreciate the support as always. Some uh, technical difficulties right there. Um, yeah, no, guys, hey, love you. I know, I mean, hey, I feel like the episodes are growing by the day and uh, the fan base is growing as well. Um, but I love you guys. And for those of you guys that are always sticking with us, nothing but respect.